Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome on in. It's the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. It's a tri-day Friday. We'll get to that. Yes, it's a big day here. Maybe the return of a former Eagle. We got to, you know, we got to put our foot down with one big topic in Philadelphia sports, but a lot to get to this morning. How are we doing, Hugh? Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philadelphia. Hey, listen, I know we're a little bit older, but I think it's still important to eat your vegetables, man. So make sure you eat your vegetables because you feel better. I've I've noticed, like, for the last couple of weeks, um, I've been eating more vegetables, incorporating more vegetables Mm -hmm. into my diet, and I feel a lot better. You, you don't have to, you don't have to sell me. I mean, yeah. you're the, this, you're well, yeah, the, you're the, you, the Mr. Vegetin. You got the one guy next to you. You're like, I, I, I got you. I'm, I'm with you on that one. All right, a, a good Daily Douglas to start us off. Uh, a piece of advice there for uh, for your weekend. All right, we got a lot to discuss here today, but one thing's been kind of on my mind for a while now, but certainly last week hearing A.J. Brown on our station talking about, you know, all of us as Philadelphia sports fans, it got my mind thinking. And then last night I saw this and heard this. Darius Slay, who's never a stranger to saying what's on his mind, was on the Corner Suite podcast with our old buddy Stephen Nelson, former Eagle. And listen to Darius Slay talking about Philadelphia fans and how they treat him and the other Eagles and other hey, players bro, in this town. I learned quick. I said, oh, yeah, I got to get out of here. It's not good for my mental health. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> like, hey, I'm stressed out. I'll, I'll stress you out. Boy. I'm stressed out. I'm talking about because I ain't going to lie. These probably the only fans that ever got to me before. That's what I'm saying. Just, like, I'm, not, I'm not used. It's to not that, gonna bro. be just somebody new all the time. It's yeah. gonna be the same one. Yes. And he go ch- and he go hit yeah. you about thirty times. They gonna sit in the back of your the and bench. I know. And they on your ass every but, play. But big dog, he's I, terrible. What the f- is he doing? You gotta hear that every play, even if you make a good play. I used to be like, it got to a point where like. And I don't get it twisted. I ain't. I'm not no scrub by any means. Okay. But like, yeah, I just hard on myself. Yeah. yeah. So like it got to a point where like I'm playing for I'm playing against the fans type. Yeah. I ain't even yeah. focused. And <laughs> I have a third down stop. I'm talking to, to the, the fans. I'm, I'm coming outside talking, not even the opposing team. Ain't it? Y'all didn't talk about every time. So there's Slay and former Eagle uh, Stephen Nelson talking about how hard fans in Philadelphia were on them. You know, Stephen won his one year here. Obviously, Slay's been here a few years. How hard Philadelphia fans are. The line that caught me, Slay saying they're the only fans, us, we're the only fans that ever got to him before. Not road fans, home fans, us. The the Philadelphia fan is the only one that ever got to him before. My reaction to this is I, I roll my eyes. And I just I can't believe how how in certain instances so many players that currently play 
can't handle a little constructive criticism, can't handle emotion, can't handle... I mean, this comes with the territory. If you're a player here, and you, Hugh, you were, when the times are good, you are loved. You are adored. loved, adored. And when it's not that way, people, people are going to express themselves. I, well, first, I want to address that. You know, Slay said he's the only fans I got to. Well, bro, you played Detroit. <laughs> I can't imagine that when you, like, the time that you were there, that good or bad, they had a whole lot to be excited or indifferent about. It was They probably were more indifferent than anything. No disrespect to the Detroit fans because, you know, they're they balling right now. But it is different here. And I remember when I first got here, yeah, it was a little rough. But, I, like, this is where I tried to give the younger players grace, Joe, and put myself in that situation. But I have some questions that I have to ask because, like you pointed out, I did play football at the level that they, they played at. And, and my question is this, like, what are you doing during the course of the game? Because I, I know the setup. What, what are you doing during the course of the game where you can pinpoint? Because they were very specific in the way that they say some of the fans are and some of the, the same people are booing them all the time. Mm-hmm. What At what point of the game are you more concerned about the fans booing than you are the task at hand? Like, I think that's a valid question. I think that's one of those questions that, that I won't get, you know, Ratio because I'm older gentleman and, and you know, the, the game is different. I understand it's different. But, again, the fans aren't that close where you could s- sit up there and say, oh, well, there's, you know, that that's the same guy that was heckling me last week. And, then, yeah, by the way, they get to you to that point that, that they're living rent-free in your head the, the following week as well. You know what I mean? I, I don't understand that. Help me. I need one of those young cats to, to, that is complaining about the fans booing or the fans, um, you know, disrespected them, that is paying that much attention to the fans, that they can get in their headspace like that, that it, it becomes something that you basically talk about on the podcast ad nauseum. Because this is the, the first time that I've heard Slay mention the fan base or, or a couple corners that have played here mention the fan base before. So, so explain that to me. Well, it's not the first time recently we've heard from a current Eagle talking about the idea of of what we do as fans and how we talk as fans. And are we supposed to be just pom-pom waving all the time? Or can we have an opinion? Can we have a feeling on what we're seeing? A.J. Brown just last week on this station with Jack, with Ike, last Friday afternoon. Here's what he said and kind of his confusion with all of us. I got a couple questions for you guys, though. For sure. What's the deal? What's the, what's the deal? Like, you guys are supposed to be supporting Philly, but... You know, it don't turn out, turn out. It don't turn out to be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why why make up so many rumors? You know what I'm saying? Like, because most of the rumors don't don't even be real rumors. These these are rumors that you guys are making up and everybody run with. Like, so what's the deal? Like, so a couple things on that. One, I think he has a, he had a misunderstanding of rumors compared to just conversation and things that are just being talked about among fans. But the thing he said about riding for. Here's what I, I feel, listening to AJ last week, listening to Darius with uh, with Stephen Nelson on that podcast. I feel like some athletes think we are too hard on them. Us. And I don't, I'm don't i not talking about WIP. I mean, as fans, all of us, the entire fan base, and it's thousands and millions of people that live in this area and, and even people that listen to us and call us from outside the area that love Philadelphia sports. I get the sense that right now the current athlete, not all of them, but some of them, think we're too hard on them as fans, and I don't think we are. In fact, Hugh, you, you obviously have an interesting perspective on this because you were a player 
you know, 25 or so years ago. Then you joined WIP after that, and you got to be part of it with Angelo, right? Mm-hmm. And it's transitioned since then. There's, there's different people here, and it's it, that thing has turned over a little bit. There's still some, obviously, great people that are around with Angelo. But my feeling is fans today are not as hard as they used to be on athletes. I, I think there's more of a, we love you. We want you to be here forever. You're there's our guy. There's a little bit of that. I don't, like... The, the Philadelphia fan of 30 years ago, I think, has evolved. I don't think we are that hard on these athletes. Now, they might feel that. I don't believe that. Hugh, do you think we're too hard on these guys? I, I don't think that. I, I, this is what I think, Joe. I think that a lot of times, you know, word of mouth is still king. Like, even though we have social media and we have so many different venues where we could actually go and read for ourselves what's actually being said or what's, what's going on or whatever, word of mouth is still king. And a lot of times, I'll blame fans for this, for being ignorant. And, and what I mean by that is w- a lot of times, fans don't take the time to get information themselves. They leave it upon somebody else to give them the information. They take it from there. And a lot of times, you know when somebody tells a story, they tend to leave some key details out yeah, all the time. Say, for instance, like, like just for example, this whole rumor that AJ is talking about, about being traded. Now, I'm not picking on anybody that's in the business that we do, but as as an analyst, we have to do a better job of presenting stuff when we say the players, but a lot of time we don't do that because we want the sizzle. You know, and when 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 Kay Adams presented the story, it was speculation, but she presented it like it was truth. So, as a player, you hear that and you automatically assume that that's it's true because it's coming from her. Because she's a trusted source in the media. It's like the game of telephone. Like yes. you say one thing and then it changes a little bit, and all of a sudden it becomes like, wait, what? What was yes. said? Yeah. And and that's what happens. And 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 again, I'm not picking on her because I think she does a great job. But the way she presented it, it then becomes truth. And then the next person sees that, and then it becomes, oh well, they're trying to trade him up out of here. No, you need to get back to the root root source of what happened, and we don't do that. And that's how these things get blown out of proportion. And that's why you see fans all the time talking about, well, you know, they're 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 trying to run people out of town or anything like that because you're getting secondhand information. Yeah. Yep. You're not getting it from the source. So you're not trying to take time out to understand what was actually said. You're just taking a story and running with it instead of saying, you know, wait a minute. Let me find out what's going on for myself. We don't do that. No. that that's the problem nowadays, especially with social media. It, well, we it, don't do that. It's definitely changed things. And it's almost like an echo chamber. People hear what they want to hear over and over again. I, I think this is very simple. And unfortunately, athletes today, and I'm not, and not everyone, not all of them, but sir, it feels to me like a lot of them make this harder than it has to be. If you play well, if you are winning, this town will love you as much as any any sports town in this country. You will be beloved here forever. If you do it the right way, if you play the right way, if you play well, if you win, there is a reason why Brandon Graham is beloved. Brandon Graham's not going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mm-mm. He's not. But he's going to be in the, he's going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame with people hearts. Yes. Here in Philadelphia. He's loved cuz you know what? He has played his butt off for over a decade. He's played well. He's and he helped has the team win. He's one of the win. most signature uh I saw the other night where he there was a video posted of somebody painted a picture of the Super Bowl sack that he had against Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and he will ever forever be immortalized in the pantheon of great Eagles players for that play alone. And you know what I love about Brandon Graham? Early on in his career, he may have felt we were too hard. Remember, he blocked everyone because he, he, you know, he early on he had he injuries. He was considered a bust. He was considered a bust, and and people had their opinions about him. Did he hold a grudge? 
And I don't know podcasts weren't as big of a deal then, but I didn't hear Brandon Graham talking every five seconds about how hard it is to play. He put he he put his chin strap on and he got better and better and he endeared himself to everyone here and now he's beloved. This isn't that hard. If you play well and you win, you are loved. Yeah. If you stink or you're not playing well, people are going to criticize you. I I I don't think we're too hard on the athletes. I I really don't. And I'm not speaking just for myself. I'm speaking for. It's my, it's my, the way I view everyone here. I don't think, and we talk to fans, Hugh, every single day. I mean, once in a while you get someone who really is no, hard get, on a get, person. Some fans, some fans are idiots. But as some a whole, fans, I don't think that. Some fans take it too far. Some fans feel too comfortable saying some of the stuff that they say, knowing that, you know, you can't put hands on them. And I think, you know, that that's one of the reasons why they tend to say some of the stuff that they do. But it, it's one of those things where you have to know as a player, as a person, like everybody's not going to like you and that's okay. And as long as you know, you're doing your job and you're comfortable in your skin, you're not going to change everybody, man. And and that's one of the things that I've learned from being on Twitter. I can sit there and try to explain myself to each and every individual that comes in contact with me. It's not going to work because everybody's not going to see it the way that I see it. And that's fine. And if you're comfortable with that, then you need to just keep it moving. And I think a lot of times, I just find it fascinating how for certain individuals that that play football at this level are complaining about uh, criticisms of people that don't know you and you're trying to win them over like they don't know you. You I, I look at Twitter like this when I when I go in with somebody on Twitter or if I say something. At the end of that conversation, you know what I do, Joe? I go play video games. I might go work out. You move on. I move on. And you should, too, because when you compartmentalize this and, and, and worry about it the way that you're worrying about it, it just makes you look bad. It makes you look petty because you're not like you're never going to win everybody over. Like when you sit on the sit on your podcast or sit on somebody else's podcast and talk about how well you played and things of that nature. Guess what? That might tend to rub some folks the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You you are defending yourself. But it might some people might look at that and be like, you know what? You're not being a team player. So maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you shouldn't do certain things that sets yourself up for criticism. And maybe look yourself in the mirror. I mean, I don't think that booze around here at this point in 2024 just come down for no reason. There's a reason. And I'll give you two, I'll give you two lines here, Hugh. Number one, with great power comes great responsibility. Okay? Like, if you're paid a lot, if you're expect, a lot is expected of you, well, then that's part of the way this works because you're, you've earned that, right? You're a good player. And the other line is, they don't boo nobodies. That was an old Reggie Jackson one. If you're getting booed, it means everyone thinks you're better than that. It, I almost think it's a compliment. Bad players don't get booed. No. Because no one expects anything. We're, you know, man, we may, may boo the whole idea of this thing, but like, if you're a player and, and folks are frustrated, it's because we think you're good. And what that was the other one they say, if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. There we go. We got three, <laughs> three big lines in here. <laughs> you know here. what I mean? If you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. Yeah, I, I, it feels to me like some athletes in this city believe we're hard on them. Too hard on them. I... I don't think so. 215-592-9494. Is Philadelphia too hard on its athletes? That felt like a thing of yesteryear, of 25, 30, 40 years ago, where I thought, you know, this town was hard. I think it's changed over the years. Kyle, what do you feel on this? Are we too hard on our athletes as a fan base? Of course not. <laughs> like uh, We're the ones that buy the tickets to go to games. We're the ones that are, you know, uh, shoveling out money to do the Amazon Prime and pay-per-view. Like, in a sense, and I know this was sort of a point of contention a few weeks ago, like the fans are the reason 
that these players are making the amount of money that they are, like the amount uh, or as popular as they are, like the fans are the lifeblood of the entire thing. So no, like we have the right to react to what we see. And, and I agree with you wholeheartedly that like, well, you know, they're not reacting like this when, you know, say last year when the Eagles are just blowing the doors off of everybody. All we were talking about was how great they are, mm-hmm. how great of a wide receiver A.J. Brown is. We were making comparisons for uh, to him and T.O. not in that way, but in the way of, is he the best receiver to ever wear an Eagles uniform? Yep. That ne- that stuff never comes up, right? It's only when, oh, you're, oh, you're, you're booing or you're, they're 10-1, and one, why are you booing? Well, guess what? I-, I think we all found out why we were booing when they were a 10-1 and one football team based on how the season ended. So... I just think as as fans, uh, as people on the radio here, we react to what we see, and, and we react in an appropriate fashion. And it, it comes from a place of passion, right? We love it when they're when they're playing really well, and that's all we talk about is how great they're playing, and we adore it. But then when they suck, like we want answers, and we're pissed off. So I think fans have every right to react the way that they do, and if they want to boo. They paid money to go do that, so go ahead. I never understand the, the 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 booing thing, like why people get upset. It's the simplest. It's not offensive. It's just an emo. It's just like getting an emotional word out to express how you feel about what you're seeing. A bo- no one has to get offended by a boo, and they don't even happen that often, considering things. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Are we too hard as a fan base, as a city, on our athletes? It, obviously, some of these guys think we are. Jay's in West Philly. What's up, Jay? Hey. We definitely are, and I don't agree with what Kyle said. The athletes are the reason they that famous and popular. They the ones that put in the work. Well, but, the but if there wasn't, if, but Jay, but Jay, hold on, Jay. If there wasn't interest, if there wasn't as much interest in what they do, they could be playing on a playground somewhere and be Everybody just as talented. In sports. If you was a scientist, you'd be interested in the stars and all that because we're interested in sports. But no, but Jay, but Jay, it, hold on, they put in the work. Jay, the <laughs> Jay, hold on. Let's just go off your analogy. One hundred and twenty million people watch the Super Bowl. There's not gonna you're not gonna find yeah, hundred and twenty million people answer. watching science, Jay. It's the most popular thing in the <laughs> Yo, country. So that science no, Jay. Yeah, Jay, this no, is a horrible Jay, thing. hold on. Jay, they Jay, they are paid based on the revenue that the NFL makes. The NFL makes revenue because of you and me and Kyle and Hugh and everyone that watches it. That's why they're paid so much because the league makes so much. Did the salary cap go up? Because of fan interest, or they go up because these players are, are putting no, the work. Come on, fan interest. Because the players out there, no, they play. They the ones that generate the money. No, they generate the money because we watch. People are watching the game. You ain't. You don't have to watch it. If, Jay, if we stop oh watching, God. they don't get paid I think, anymore. I think, don't. I think, oh my gosh, it's awful. I think Jay argued just to argue right now. Julio, <laughs> they ain't put it to work. Let me ask, what happened after that? Uh, Carl Brady's truck, All right, Jay. Let's take, Jay, let's take a timeout. I'm going to ask you a question. We got to take a timeout. Jay, if you, if we, if I found the best chef in the world, okay, and and you said uh, we all agree he's the best chef in the world, and nobody goes to his restaurant, does he get paid anymore when the restaurant closes? No, he gonna go to another restaurant. <laughs> he's not going to get paid from the restaurant anymore. That's the point. If he we go do- to another restaurant yeah, Jay, and get paid for Jay, his challenge, Jay, Jay, Jay getting under your skin. Yeah, Jay, 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 Jay you, you all right, I'm done. Jay, do you think we're too hard on the athletes? Yeah, because we pick and choose. We just mad because they got platforms now. Now they get to talk back, so we get upset. No, I'm not mad. I just think what they're saying <laughs> yeah, is ridiculous. You, man. No, I'm mad at you, Jay. Why no, no, Jay being the newest today. They got a platform today. now. Now you mad. <laughs> no, I'm mad because I'm, I'm actually not mad. I, I'm yeah, you mad. No, <laughs> well, I'm annoyed at you, Jay. Although I like you as a caller, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at Darius Slay. I'm just you're annoyed at me for saying the truth. Well, no, because your your argument makes no sense. 
It do make sense because no, it's the truth. No, it's not, Jay. Again, it's <laughs> not. Jay being a nudge. Jay, the, the reality is this. Man. These guys are too soft. That's the problem. You saw? Yeah. You saw? You the one yelling at the bar. <laughs> you the one yelling well, at the bar. Because you're just spewing I had, nonsense, I had, Jay. Friend, I had a friend like Jay, man. I got a friend like Jay. He just want to pick. He just like. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Poke the bear, man. Jay know what you're talking about. No, it ain't even that. It ain't even that, you know? How are we too hard on them, Jay? That's that's what I'm wondering. How? Look, you sit there and pick your two. You sit there. You were the one Trader Joe. Then you want to trade, uh, <laughs> um, Trey Turner? Yeah, you're darn right I did, Jay. Trader what is that? Joe. Now so, what you going to do? Now you're going to root for him. I, I'm waiting for you to ask him that question or tell him that when you get down. I can't wait to tell him. You, like, why no, wouldn't I tell him? You're going to phrase you gonna it all Joe? nice and everything. There were some people. You're going to tell him you want to trade him. <laughs> yes. I believe you. I believe you will. Jay, if he, if he's a, Jay, if he's available when we're down there, and we got to talk to him last year. Oh, now are you going to say you're sorry? You oh, hold on, hold on. Well, I don't, Jay. I don't make the rules. They 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 have to come up and talk to us. If he comes on the show, which I'd love to have him on the show, we will talk about his season last year. I will ask him how he handled the criticism, and I will say, no, like, you tell him you was the one that did it. I, hold on, you didn't let me criticism. finish, Jay. Can you quiet down for a second? I will say to him, hey, how how did it feel with the criticism, including people like me who wanted you traded in June? I would. I'll no, tell him. You put your name out there first. Don't include what other people oh, say. Oh my God, Jay! Holy yeah, we, moly! We start, we start early today, ain't we? we I haven't had enough today. coffee for this to start the Jay. Jay, <laughs> you still you still haven't told me how we're too hard on them. What? Well, how? I just said because no. you go you went in like the guy just went to a new city, new team, and all that, and that. Two weeks in, you want to trade him. No, it was, first of all, it was two months in, Jay, and that's the that's a different story. All right, 215-592-9494. We're not talking about me. This is about the whole fan base of Philadelphia. You, all right, that's fine. If you think I'm too hard on athletes, that, yeah, you could believe that. That's your prerogative. I, I can't change the way you feel about me. Whatever. You think I'm too hard on these guys, that's fine. But I don't think the city is. Listen, Darius Slay on the Corner Sweet podcast is not talking about Joe Giglio. He's talking about the fans. He's talking about the fans as a whole. And I could promise you I've never gone to a game and heckled the players. Like, I, I, don't, I don't even – I haven't, ever. I'm not sitting there two rows behind the Eagles bench heckling them. So they're not – literally they're not talking about me. They're talking about everyone. It, they think we're hard on them. And I think, I think that, to be honest, there's only a small percentage of people – that actually go to the game. Like you're gonna get some people that boo. Cause I've been in the I've been in the box where people have booed. But what they're talking about, calling people out their name and all that stuff, that's a small percentage I, of, course. of guys. 
you know, because there are some cats. Now, let, let's not get it twisted. There are people that go to the game, and it's their, they, it's their uh, like a badge of honor to go out there and act the whole donkey. We've seen them. You know, we, we've seen the folks that go to the game just so they can tell stories about them doing something that they shouldn't be doing at a, at a football game or a baseball game or whatever. So there's that small percentage. But to sit there and say, like, the, the group as a whole, like, even when I got to Philadelphia, we weren't that great. Like, there were times where I would go out and people would, would make, you know, snide comments about shouldn't you be somewhere practicing because you guys suck and things of that nature. It's kind of funny. But it's one of those things where, like, this is where you could handle it. You could get in your feelings and be all defensive. Or you could be like, yeah, you know, you're probably right. And a lot of times I did handle it like that. And you turn, you might turn somebody that might look at you and, and, and look at you like, you know, you guys are garbage. They might become a fan just because of that one interaction. It all depends on how you handle it or, or how you choose to compartmentalize it. And I think that these players going on podcasts and things of that nature, complaining about it, I don't, I don't think that's a good look. I really don't. I don't either. It's pretty clear to me they think we're hard on them. Not everyone, but some athletes here think we're too hard on them. I I don't agree. I I don't think this fan base, this city is too hard on its athletes. Agree, disagree. 215-592-9494. A lot to do. Jolly's going to step into the ring against me later on. That was just a little warm-up, a little undercard there against Jay. Let's go. Let's go. Jolly took exception to my Kelsey take yesterday. We'll get to that. Phillies in the mix as well as we got to discuss this leadoff hitter thing that every year, every year, is the thing. When we come back, it's Try Day. We'll tell you what we're looking for to try next. That's next on the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.